This is actually a rebrand of This Week in Hive, a name change. <clears throat> so we are realistically dealing with something that is ongoing, not novel. I started the broadcast early, just give people some time to get involved, and we will take it from there. So let's give people a few minutes to get into the Unfortunately, unless it's changed, it seemed like the comment count wasn't updating. It's not, so I'm not sure when we will hit the 15, if it will show at the top of the page of Leo Finance or not. So we'll have to see. But it's going to be an exciting show. I have some big announcement or a big announcement regarding Leo Glossary, so hopefully we'll have a fun time. It's now one minute after one, so I don't know where everybody is, but that's either here nor there. <clears throat> we'll get this thing started, get it on the recording, and anybody who misses it will have to catch up later. So let's start off with why Lion's Den. This was an idea put forth by a nomad soul last week, or two weeks ago, I should say, last week we didn't have a show. And basically, the idea of starting This Week in Hive was as a filler, if you will, between the town halls. Town Hall account on high puts up a monthly uh, call, a monthly space. And the idea of Town Hall is to, one of the things is to improve communication and the flow and spread of information. And so I took the approach, let's do the same thing on a weekly basis in between these monthly calls. A, to talk about what goes on on the calls in a little bit more detail, but B, to give a forum for people to come on and share what they are working on or what they know is taking place on high. Well, what happened was this week in Hive turned into a situation where I did a fair bit of the talking. And we had other people come on who were also, shall we say, Leo-centric. And their talking tended to focus upon Leo. And the reason for that, obviously, is not so much to the exclusion of other things. It's just this is where our knowledge is from. This is where our information is. I cannot tell you what's going on on Splinterlands. I honestly have no idea. It's not that I don't want to tell you. I cannot. I cannot tell you what's going on with Easton I have no clue. So we ended up with a situation where the topic of conversation tended to be Leo-centric. So if that's the way the conversation is going to gravitate, why not have a name? Why not have a brand that aligns with that? And that's exactly what we did. Now, does this mean that you cannot come on and talk about Splinterlands? Of course not. Does it mean that we don't want conversation about Ecency? Of course not. Can Simple Game come on and talk about his new game and the project going on with that? Of course. Can Asidio come on and talk about Hollowsing if he wanted? Of course. Can somebody else come on and talk about Hollowsing? Of course. So I do not believe you can really separate Leo out from Hive in that regard. And I don't believe it's constructive to just say, oh, this is just a Leo spaces, because it's not. But the idea is that this is going to be Leo-centric conversations simply because 
myself, the people who come on air, and actually a large portion of those listening tend to be involved in Leo. So this is really where we have a, a shift in the brand. And from now on, this will be known as the Lion's Den. It's probably going to drive Neo nuts. I don't know how he'll handle it, but that's Neo's problem. Okay. Welcome, Tokenize. Welcome, Lisa. Welcome, Brando. See you guys are in the room. Small crowd, so we will get to Leo Glossary. And the news about Leo Glossary if you read my blog post from this morning, a lot of this will not be new to you. If you have not, this will be information. This will be brand spanking new. And quite simply, this is something that Leo, as a platform, should adopt. But I have no control over the Leo platform, so I cannot speak on their behalf. So I will go through the entire thought process and I will tell you how I will approach it if Leo does not do this. And the best way to start this explanation or this scenario is to talk about Wikipedia. A quick Google search revealed that Wikipedia has an estimated value of about $10 billion. Same Google search revealed there's about 65 million total pages of Wikipedia if you count all their languages. If the owner of Wikipedia, whoever that might be, decided to sell Wikipedia, the process would be put Wikipedia on the market and somebody like um, Amazon come in and purchase it. Write a big check. Very simple scenario, very Web 2 stuff, nothing out of the ordinary here. Now let's take Leo Glossary. Let's say I wanted to sell, well, before getting to that, if Wikipedia was sold, what would be sold? Well, obviously, wikipedia.org and all the .com, .whatever else is associated with that would go. The back-end infrastructure, whatever that might be, all the database, everything tied to Wikipedia, that would become property of the new entity. All the information housed on the servers would be moved over, and that would be part of the sale, because this is what's required to run Wikipedia. Okay. So you'd see the whole ball of wax, front-end, back-end, sold. Pretty simple. Now, if I decide to sell Leo Glossary, how would that work? Because it's created through Leo Finance, or Leo IO, excuse me, in Leo IO, actually. So it's created through Leo. So there's no front end as of now. Can't sell that. The information is put on a public blockchain. Hi. Don't own the information. It's out there in the public. Anybody can grab the data off the, uh, out of the database. Any developer can pull the data out of the database. So I couldn't sell that. Does that mean there's nothing to sell? That does not mean that. There is. Because on Leo, there is the Evergreen. Evergreen is revenue. Evergreen is income. And once you have that, there is the ability to create a valuation model. So let's say Leo Glossary was generating $100,000 a month, just to use round numbers. And let's say we create a valuation model where the ROI, the return for the buyer, was two years. So the sales price would be $2.4 million. Somebody would pay $2.4 million for Leo Glossary. And once they paid that, they would get, from day one, the revenues, the income, tied to 
Leo Glossary. Obviously, I would send the keys to that person or entity, and it's sold. This is very similar. It's, it's the same as with Wikipedia. Different valuation, but the same type of thing. Now, with Wikipedia, each page is worth about $150. You figure that out by taking $10 billion estimated value, divided by $65 million, and you get like $153 bucks a page. Now, would anybody pay $153 for a Wikipedia page? The answer is no. Why not? Because if you bought a Wikipedia page, the value of a Wikipedia page is that it's tied to the other pages in Wikipedia. It's tied to Wikipedia. If you buy a Wikipedia page and break it off on its own, what do you have? Nothing. It's useless on its own. Its value is as part of the larger entity. And it's certainly not the information that has value. Hell, you can copy and paste that. It's probably on these archive sites. Whatever's on that page can be duplicated. It's the fact that it's a Wikipedia page tied to the Wikipedia platform, the Wikipedia ecosystem, if you will. So even if you could break out a, a page and sell it, if you were the owner of Wikipedia, you wouldn't want to. Now, what about with Leo Glossary? Can I break out a page and sell it? As of now, no. It's tied to the account. I can't sell Leo Glossary, hand the keys over and say, but these three pages do not go. So what do we do? It, does that mean it's not possible? Doesn't mean that. This is Web3. This is innovation. We operate according to a different set of rules. So how do I solve this problem? It's very simple. It's a button called Create NFT. This is how we solve the wiki problem. We create NFT. Now, this doesn't only apply to Leo Glossary. This applies to any blog post, and actually, this concept will apply to any thread because it's my understanding evergreen content will be applied to threads also. So I'll give you an example. Tokenized Society, who is in the room, he's creating cocktails on Leo. These are drink recipes that he is posting on threads, and they're under his account. So he owns them because they're under his account. Anything that generates that's in his account. But at the same time, there's a Leo Glossary page, a repository, which is listing all these drinks, and it's tied to the actual threads. Now that's part of Leo Glossary. He's updating it. I presume I haven't checked lately, but he's updating the Leo Glossary page. Now, any revenue generated off that, any clicks generated, page views generated off that, that goes to Leo Glossary. That doesn't solve the problem. But, if at some point there's a create NFT, I simply go in, create the NFT, send that from Leo Glossary to his account, and now... He's holding the NFT. See, the idea is digital real estate. People talk about digital real estate. People talk about Hive as digital real estate. I've talked about Leo as digital real estate. The, the coins. And the coins all entitle you to a certain percentage of the ecosystem, which is true. You have a certain percentage of the value of the ecosystem. So, if I own 1% of the Leo tokens that are outstanding, then effectively I have 1% of the value of this platform. Now, that's not necessarily price, but that's the value of the platform. I can sell that Leo and monetize it or, or turn that into cash if I so desire. 
That's the idea of real estate. That's the idea of digital real estate. You have something you can sell. Well, we can't sell a threat. We can't sell a blog post. We can't sell an article. We can't sell any of that. I mean, you could sell the whole ball of wax. I mean, Tokenize could sell his entire account if somebody wanted to buy it. And they get his entire account plus, you know, cocktails on Leo. But what if they only want cocktails on Leo? And what if he only wants to sell cocktails on Leo? This is how you handle it. What is good is real estate if you can never sell it. You can never unload it. And so this is what allows for that. So suddenly now, we have a page of Leo Glossary where tokenized can come and create the page and effectively have ownership of that page. Now he's tied to a much bigger system. That page is still tied to Leo Glossary. It's still linked to Leo Glossary pages. It's still under Leo Glossary umbrella, which by the way is tied to the in Leo umbrella. It's not separate from Leo. It's all part of Leo. So you don't have a page standing out on its own, but it's just not owned by Leo. It's owned by tokenized. And the co smart contract would simply be amended where for payouts, first it looks to see if an NFT was created. Because obviously you're not going to create an NFT on every page or every thread you do because managing your NFTs would be impossible. If you're not selling something, who cares? So if there's an, an NFT, the contract pays out to wh whatever wallet has that NFT. If there's no NFT, then it simply pays out to the creator of the thread or the post, the article. And so now we suddenly have just totally changed the wiki equation, in my opinion. Because now, instead of going to Wikipedia, which by the way, Wikipedia has a $10 million valuation, and it was created by people. It was created by individuals. The owner who sells that are the people who created the, the information and made the site so valuable, going to get anything out of it? Not likely. When Twitter was sold, did any of the people who were providing Elon, which now Elon's, all that data, did they get anything out of it? Nope. If Zuckerberg sells Facebook, are you going to get anything out of it? Nope. See, that's Web 2. Web 3, if everybody helps Leo Glossary and I sell the keys, does anybody get anything out of it? Nope. I mean, I might spread the wealth. But now... If there's NFTs that are tied to the pages that people create, they're the ones in control of that. They're the ones who can monetize that. They're the ones who can sell that. Not me. Not my page. I don't have it. I don't get the revenue. I don't get anything off of it. See, and this also goes and attacks the idea Oh, NFTs are worthless. Yeah, well, that Donald Trump uh, NFT that you paid five grand for, that basically went towards his legal fees. I mean, if you want to pay his legal fees, why don't you send him five grand and skip the NFT? Because that NFT is going to be worthless. Who cares? It has, it's tied to nothing. And we see this. You go onto these spaces where they talk about NFTs, and for two hours these bozos are running around figuring out, trying to figure out ways to make their NFTs valuable that they've lost 99% on. And they're all waiting for another pump. Because that was the only thing that made them valuable in the first place was a pump. And now that the bubblicious has left the building, now they, the re real value is, what do you do with them? Ultimately, it's an NFT type, it, it's a JPEG. And so you have all these bozos saying NFTs are a scam and NFTs have no use case. No, that's wrong too. NFTs certainly do. NFTs died, tied to some stupid picture probably don't. But NFTs tied to the revenue stream off a song or a, a, off a movie or off something like that, certainly that has value. And this is what we're doing here. NFT, if you look at it, is like a deed. Well, this is a deed to some digital real estate that 
presumably under this scenario that we're talking about, has some value. And the value is based upon a revenue stream. That's the difference. And so now we created an NFT system that also has value, that has the ability to not be just a picture, not be just based upon some market, you know, bull market, bear market, market, uh, you know, nonsense. It doesn't mean that markets will not affect things if they're public, if they're freely traded. Of course, that will impact things. Price of assets go up, price of assets go down. But when you tie it to the value of the revenue, of the income, and you have the quote-unquote deed to that page, that's a much different story. See, there are a lot of people who talk about Web 3 on Web 2. A lot of people who talk about and use Web 3. But I don't think they really understand Web 3 because they're bringing their Web 2 mindset over. How often have I said, build a business and innovate. Connect the dots. Start thinking differently. So, as I said, this is something that I am going to urge Leo to do. If they do not do it, this will be done for Leo Glosser. I will get somebody to create some type of system to create the, the, the contracts. And keep in mind, the, the infrastructure is not even in place yet. So this is, again, talking down the road because the infrastructure is not even here. I couldn't do – I mean, I guess we could go to, to another uh, – another uh, one of the EBMs and do this but the idea is if Leo doesn't do it fine we'll get somebody who figures out the money coming in we'll figure out a way based upon the page views on each page we can figure out then what each page view is worth and we can create an NFT system that distributes the token for Leo glossary and whatever payments come in from the evergreen we can you know, distribute that. So it operates as, if you will, uh, on top of that. This is where we stand. And this is the direction of things, in my opinion. You know, thinking in the Web 2 mindset is nonsense. It's not where the future is. And those who innovate, those who create, those who connect the dots, you're the ones who can potentially benefit and uh, I think that's what the opportunity is now one of the reasons why I was a bit hesitant to start talking about this is simply because it is impossible now on Hive it is going to be some time till we see it on Hive um, so it will get some people with the technical side of things who which I don't have hopefully talking about things. But more importantly, this cannot be done anywhere but Hive. Well, most anywhere but Hive. Try doing this on Ethereum. Try building Wikipedia on Ethereum. You know, at even a couple bucks, a couple bucks per transaction. You know, 65 million pages, that would cost you $130 million. Well, for a $10 billion valuation, that'd be a good investment. But who's going to start and say, we'll spend $130, billion hope, $130 million hopeful, hoping this turns into uh, $10 billion. And then, of course, you have the, the problem that you start doing too many transactions in the bull market and you're no longer paying 2 bucks a transaction, it's 20 bucks a transaction. But what about Polygon? You know, they're a couple cents. 65 million times a couple cents adds up into some decent money. But that's not the, the most expensive part. There's 65 million pages. So it, there's 65 million pages that were created. How many times were each of those pages updated? And every time you got to update that, that costs you three cents, four cents, two cents, whatever. 
there's some pages I've updated 15 times already. And I'm not even very far in. So I would say Wikipedia pages, you've had, you know, who knows how many updates to those individual pages on average. Possibly hundreds. This is why I say, build databases on Hive. If you're not building databases, you're missing the boat. It's really that simple. And I started building Leo Glossary a year and a half ago, not knowing the direction it would ultimately take, but I knew there were some things coming down the road that could monetize it. Well, they're starting to show up. Now it's time to talk about the next phase. And I might be talking about this process for the next six, nine months, one year. Who knows? But that's where the opportunity lies. And so now suddenly, what does this do for Leo if Leo implements this? What are you, what are you, what are you putting on, on there as threads? You putting good morning, friends? And people still do that. You put in pictures of your lunch, people still do that, or pictures of a mountain, or pictures of your car, or pictures of your feet, or pictures of whatever. Fine, people still do that. But is that going to generate lifetime page views? No. I mean, you might have people come across a picture of the mountain you put up there, and like that, share that, you get a few views. Okay, cool. And, of course, we want to look in the totality of things, but look at the incentivization. Now people are incentivized to put up stuff that people hit repeatedly. That was the idea behind Music on Leo. Here is stuff that you can get and focus on lifetime page views. Why? Because somebody will go back and listen to a song that they've heard a thousand times, and that is 50 years old. And they'll go back and listen to it a thousand and first time. They'll go back and watch a comedy sketch of Johnny Carson because the, even though they've seen it 10 times, they'll go back and watch it. Or of Jim Carrey, or of George Carlin, of any of these people. People will go back and watch the same movie repeatedly. They'll go watch the same episode of television programs repeatedly. This is what people do. So the idea then becomes to post stuff, not exclusively of course, but to make sure you're putting up stuff that can get page views over time, in addition to your chit-chat and your engagement. And the same thing with articles. But see, now you have an asset you can sell. See, can Kevin Kelly sell his article in Wired Magazine from 19 or 2003 that generates, you know, 10,000 clicks a month? No, he cannot. He could sell all Wired Magazine if he owns it. I don't even know if he owns it. I know he's like publisher, but it, does he own it? But he can't sell that, that single page, really. And if he did, what good would it do to the buyer? We saw Jack Dorsey. He, he, he produced an NFT on his first tweet. Justin Sun bought it for 300 grand. Does Justin Sun own that tweet? No, Elon owns that tweet. Elon's platform. Justin Sun paid three hundred grand or whatever the hell he paid for an NFT that Elon owns, because Elon bought the whole damn platform. That tweet's in Elon's database. Justin Sun bought a picture of a tweet that's in Elon's database that he owns. Now, somebody might buy it, but what is Justin Sun or whoever buys it from Justin Sun getting off that tweet? Zero. If that tweet gets 500,000 views a month, who's it going to? Now, I mean, maybe Dorsey gets the, the share of the ad revenue, and then Dorsey may push that on if he wanted, but it's not tied to the system at all. And, th and that's a tweet that, you know, might get. And, and guarantee you, the first tweet doesn't get any views anyway. Who the hell is going to go look at Jack Dorsey's first tweet? Who cares? Maybe if somebody posts it on, you know, a very popular site like Hacker Noon or something, you know, in their article or whatever. But outside of that, it'll get a quick hit, but then nobody will find it again. This is how things can change. This is how the opportunity, what we have with Hive, with Leo, with this infrastructure, with what's going on. And as I've said, zero 
transaction fees, everybody looks at that in a financial sense. And it's important. I mean, let's not negate that or minimize that. That's important. But stop using the term, stop looking at financial, look at it as data. You can write to the high blockchain in a feeless nature. You can write to Twitter or X, to that database, to that network for free also. <laughs> the difference is you don't own squat on that network. It's all Elon's. It's all Zuckerberg's on Facebook. It's all Google's on YouTube. You don't have shit. You don't even have their, your account if they don't want to. And you certainly aren't being given it that you can sell. This is what we're looking at creating here. So, that's what I have to say. And uh, let's go through the Threadcast. Let me refresh here just to make sure I didn't miss any. Yeah, the thread counter, the comment counter is not even working, so we're not appearing anywhere. Okay, uh, Lisa... By the way, I'm going to be on a, a stream with Lisa uh, after this. At, in about two hours, we're going to do a, a show. If anybody wants to join us, uh, we'll send out the links on that. Uh, the question, if someone wants to build a page for Lino Glossary, can they write it up and just give you to add it for them? Yes, absolutely. Uh, you can write up and contribute however you want. I will do the copy and pasting and put it in there. And as I just explained in the future, if you do that, you will get ownership to that page too. Simple game. Got an upvote for his, oh yeah, it's that time again. And he put up a Macho Man gif. Leo Glossary is a hidden treasure, that green candle people will never understand. Holy Bread posted that. I agree. Some people are liking that green candle people line. Brando, perfect timing. Yep, he made it. Lisa, gentle again, Gentile. Uh, when you decline rewards for a post, what happens to them when somebody upvotes your post? Does it go to rewards pool and get redistributed? The author rewards simply does not get distributed. It is put back in the rewards pool effectively and reworked. Luchel, that's great. Uh, tokenize. Hello, gentles and lady men. So he joined us, lady men. Don't know who he's targeting with that. Um, he did tell us he's updating the Leo Glossary page. And uh, Ahmad Manga is here, and he has the time and the internet connection. That's often a problem. So, that's the Threadcast. I don't know if people aren't adding uh, I got a new phone yesterday, so I'm a little wishy-washy with how this thing is working. Um, so far, I haven't seen anybody who asked to come on air. So, if you want to do that, then you can do that. There is also any questions you want to ask in the Threadcast or comments. We will engage in them. If not, the first Lion's Den will be a short one. I don't know if, I guess my mic's working. People are sticking around, so you wouldn't be sticking around if I was just talking to myself. Well, since it seems to be silence, that was my announcement. I don't have anything else really to share about, uh, about the ecosystem in general. Um, you know, I don't know much about Holozing. I don't know if there were any updates on that. Um, you know, I really haven't seen a lot of news, which... You know, again, let's be fair, it was a holiday week, um, 
in the United, you know, everywhere. And so a lot of stuff may have been, you know, people taking off for the holidays and the Christmas season and, you know, whatnot. So people are just getting back into the swing of things. Um, oh, one piece of news for those who missed it, and I haven't seen an update. This was from a couple of days ago. The rewards, the ad revenue rewards, were supposed to go out on the 1st. They did not. Evidently, there were Hive Engine issues, and Leo is now setting up a Hive Engine node, so they don't get throttled on their stuff for what that's worth. And I haven't seen an update on it. Uh, tokenized, I think there are issues with threads at the moment. Not sure if comments are going through. That may be true, too. Um, I've had a few few threads missed. Um, the comment counts and the, the, the thread counts on the profiles disappeared at some point yesterday. Um, so... I don't know what's going on. We, from what I can see, the this threadcast has four comments counted, which there are obviously more than four comments. Uh, tokenized. Apparently, Asidio found out there was something wrong with the posh claim drop for housing. It's now fixed, but the claim drop will end earlier than planned. Okay, I mean that's news. I followed it closely, so I don't know. Um, the details of that, I guess, think there's a Hollowsing account, but a CDO go to his account. He'll he'll guarantee he'll he'll definitely reblog anything that he puts out about Hollowsing. Uh, JZA has joined us. Uh, did I did I approve you? Hey, Can you hear me well? Yeah, there you are. Okay, I approved you. Yeah, I mean, a diner, that's why I didn't want to jump in, but I kind of want to jump in before you leave. Yeah, go ahead. You got a little bit of an echo on my end of things. I don't know if everybody else is hearing that, but far away, what's on your mind? Yeah, I want to know if um, if you have uh, any views on TerraCore. I know this is, a, this is built by the guy from PD, one of the developers. And uh, I, I just see that there's a lot of uh, lore and excitement around the, the game, but I don't know if you ever took a look at it or don't know about it. Uh, I personally do not know anything about TerraCore. I don't know if anybody in the audience does. If you do, please throw it in the threadcast. I will read it. I, I have seen some... Uh, excitement around it. Uh, I've seen people posting threads about it. I, I honestly, I'm not a gamer, so when I see that type of stuff, it doesn't really catch my attention. I don't dive right in. Um, that's just me. But if anybody else knows about uh, TerraCore, um, you know, please uh, either come on air or, or drop the answers in the threadcast. Uh, I, I don't I wouldn't even know what the, the account is. I think it's TerraCore Terra.core, I think is the account that I've seen it posting under, but I, I could be mistaken there. Uh don't take my, my word on that. But gaming just isn't really my thing, so I tend not to really dive in when, when I see stuff posted about it. Uh Hollowsing is the same thing. Um Hell, I didn't even start claiming my my tokens till Asidio just messaged me one day and said, "Matt, you know this has been going on like three weeks and you're not claiming. You should claim." And it's like, "Okay, I'll go claim." And so, I mean, I, and I couldn't tell you really anything about the halls in game, so um, just not my thing. And uh, but that's what we're here for. So anybody who has news about housing, uh, if you drop it in Threadcast, if you don't want to come on air, I'll read it and let everybody know where that stands. Tokenize had a bit of... The, the other thing that I want to mention is uh, the future of messaging in AI. Uh, that's a big topic. I probably need to show about it. But what I'm seeing is there's a... Uh, 
just uh, different entities that want to implement their own protocols. For example, you have Chris Rice from Debug. They have uh, they already already have a couple of applications. One is pm.d.bus, which is like uh, private messaging. It's just like uh, messaging on Twitter on your your direct messages, just like a version of that. And the other one is Sing, uh, which is like a Discord type environment where uh, every community gets its own its own channel, and then you can discuss uh, in, like in the Discord environment uh, what's going on. The key difference here is that it's actually using the blockchain. There is an integration of it. So every time you put a message up, you actually go to hide, you actually sign the message off. And uh, and I think that's very important uh, for the future of the, of the chain because it has a lot of security to it. And uh, I just wonder if you have spent time in that in the chat. Um, then the site is bus as well. So, uh, I just want to bring attention to it because I think these projects are very good. Now, the other thing is that, for example, SSD is working on its own direct messaging protocol. And I'm a little bit concerned because then we're going to end up with different protocols and different environments. I'd rather have a common protocol across that. But uh, it's sort of a situation that is evolving, so I, I'm not going to make any like. Uh, predictions of how it's going to end up, but yeah, that's something that I, I think people are interested in, in socializing, like uh, bringing communities more together, having them talk to each other because uh, the posting can be uh, a very big difference on, on, on communities. Uh, thank you for that. Um, the answer to your, your first question is no, I have not done a lot with what you're talking about. Um, I do agree with you a thousand percent. I like seeing this stuff developed uh, because of the fact that we need our own tools within Web 3.0 or within Web 3. And so anything we can uh, develop ourselves, I think is an added bonus. I think it uh, gives the opportunity to provide engagement that isn't on centralized forms, that isn't controlled by centralized platforms, and more importantly, isn't feeding those centralized platforms. As we know, data potentially has huge value. So anytime you use Facebook Messenger, anytime you use Discord, anytime you use the Messenger on Twitter, again, you're feeding those platforms. And we know with these LLMs, I mean, every time you use Messenger on Facebook and message, or excuse me, on uh, uh, Twitter, you're, you're feeding Grok. Now, you may not have a problem with that, but you are feeding Elon's LLM. You do it on, you use Facebook Messenger, you are feeding Zuckerberg's LLM. That's just the way it is. So I think from that perspective, wonderful. Now, as far as Ecency developing their own private messenger, I also think that's a great thing. You know, even though you could say, and I don't know the structure of, of Ecency, but Ecency is centralized in the fact that it's an application. Fine. I have no problem with that. I have no problem where they house their messages. Even if they're not posting them on the blockchain, that is okay. I mean, Ecency is a centralized entity. You access it with your decentralized account, with your login information, your Hive author, author, authentication information, but it's part of the platform that they utilize. Okay, no problem with that. And I think that's actually a good thing because these applications, these platforms, we have to get away from the idea of Hive. We have to get away from the idea of these applications also competing with each other. They do feed each other, but they are going to be different. Ecency is going to appeal to different people. The problem we have right now is we're all fighting over the same 5,000 people, or we. These applications are all fighting over the same 5,000 people. So you get these moronic ideas that, oh, if Leo does this, it takes away from 
high blog or if high blog does that it takes away from peak d it's like you're sitting there with a finite amount of people saying well if if i add one you somebody else has to subtract one and this is where go out and get more people offer more services start offering services so you can entice more people that's the other problem everybody's bringing the people over and it's like okay what do they do now blog for money but wait we don't want to talk about that so that's all we're really offering at least with these applications games are a little different but the applications blog for money get paid for blogging get paid for engagement and by the way use our front end don't don't go and use that leo front end use our front end or don't go use ecency use peak d or don't go use peak d use high block it's it's freaking moronic and we need to start thinking about well what if this place has a hundred million people instead of fighting over the same five thousand who's going to bring in a hundred million is ecency going to be an app that's worth a damn if they don't have private messaging probably not because as as was mentioned facebook has their own um twitter has their own i don't know what youtube has i've never delved into it but you know all these applications that are serious about engagement are going to have their own i mean are you going to send somebody to an outside source to to converse which that's basically what discord does you know discord but discord has more than just messaging features they got a lot of other stuff built in i don't know how much interest that is of people but you know that's where also incentivization comes in that's where monetization comes in that's where a lot of things come in where it's like who's going to get innovative who's going to actually build this stuff and have the infrastructure and not depend on hive because hive's not going to sell hive doesn't sell we've already proven that we've proven that for six freaking years every marketing initiative to try to promote hive has failed well it's time to get time to to, to throw that in the barrel it doesn't work now could ecency go out and promote their app certainly could ecency go promote their app and have wonderful tremendous success certainly if they have the features that people want and so if ecency is adding in features that people use private messaging being one of them that makes a lot of sense even if it's not tied to the blockchain that particular feature now ecency we know is tied to the high blockchain because anything you post publicly on ecency ends up on the blockchain whether it's comments or whether it's a post wonderful same with like it to the images don't post on hive because hive doesn't host images but like it to anything you post through like it to is on hive now if like it to made their own private messaging system for only like it to users okay or like it to could shortcut it or these other apps could shortcut it because i believe at least what peak d is building they're looking at building and it's not peak d it's the people behind peak d they have another name for it but they have an open source uh, initiative that that creates open source software for hive so these applications can incorporate the instant messaging uh can incorporate some of the things they they build uh and that's wonderful too so even if it isn't a instant messenger where they use your ui you take the code if you're a developer if you have an application and you pull it into your application that increases the features that your users have and that's what sells what it's about that's what brings people in and um you know again this is basic twitter is only going to be or x is only going to be successful as the as far as the user experience goes and the user experience is going to require more and more things and i think x is going to be a wild success because elon's already filing for uh money transfer licenses so twitter is going to end up being a payment system that's huge that's going to separate from the rest doesn't separate them from web3 because by our nature by default we have payment system built in we have a wallet system you don't have to create a wallet system on any of these blockchain networks it's already there it's it's built in it's called the private key system private public key system but 
You got your keys, there's your wallet. Now, there's other wallets maybe being developed, but you at least have a wallet that can be incorporated into any front end. And that's a difference. And we have that. I mean, Ecency, Hive, Peak D, Hive Blog, uh, they all have, they're all tied to the Hive wallet system. It's, it's by default. So that, that's, um, yeah, I, I think more of these options, both open source and across the board use is good, but I also have no problem with these applications improving their, their offering to their user base and, and adding things that are not across the board that are exclusive to their user base and, and exclusive to their app. Uh, Ahmad Manga, nice to know I can write a Leo Grossi page to send them to you. It can be about anything like Wikipedia. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to write about your hometown and create different pages for your hometown, wonderful. I'll, I'll post them, no problem. And as I was saying earlier with the NFT uh, future, you'll get those NFTs. Uh, yeah, tokenized said there was a bit of background noise for JZA. Uh, Agmad Manga, again, I love Eastency, but Lego is a big contender in my opinion. I still like Eastency the most as the interface. Yeah, that, that's my opinion, and nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, but again, it, it, a platform is different than an interface. The interface is just one piece of it, and the interface is important, you know, but features are important, and that's part of the interface. But so is monetization. So is your opportunity. So is what's being created. So is the size of the ecosystem you're a part of. Why, why is a, a Wikipedia page worth 150 bucks a piece and an Investopedia page, I guarantee you, is worth a hell of a lot less? Because that single Investopedia page is tied to the Wikipedia, excuse me, the Wikipedia page is tied to the Wikipedia ecosystem, whereas the Investopedia page is tied to Investopedia, and that's much smaller than Wikipedia. Now, does that mean anything to you? Maybe, maybe not. But if you're tied to the Leo system versus the Ecency system, or if you're tied to the Ecency system versus the Hotblog system, what is the value in that? as a user. Now only you can answer that, but that's what these platforms have to answer. What am I given above and beyond the user, the, the user experience of this app? Because don't forget, all the apps can pull the same data. So that's another thing. If you look at Leo Glossary, the same as any post or any blog post we write. You create an article, I don't care what application it is. If you created an article using InLeo, that article shows up and is duplicated on PT, on HiBlog, on Ecency, on Wavio. There's five URLs for the same article that I know of, and there may be some others, but there's five right there that they show up automatically. Now, this tends to hurt in the Google rankings. But again, when we look at page counts, like the Wikipedia, 65 million pages, they don't have 65 million separate pages. I mean, they do. They have 65 million separate pages saying the same thing, but in different languages. And yeah, they're all different URLs. So now I can make the case that Leo Glossary is not 5,200 pages, but over 25,000 pages. Because everything in Leo Glossary is on at least five front ends. That's a big difference. Now, again, it's not going to help us in the search engine rankings. In fact, it probably hurts us in the search engine rankings because Google and the other search engines look at this as duplicate content. But the point being, when you're looking at the size of the project and it growing, to me, that has to be taken into consideration. Because anybody who is on Ecency or anybody on Hotblog or anybody on Peak D can go to the Leo Glossary account and read that information, get that information. They don't have to read it on Leo. They can read it on Peak D. 
they can link to it using the PD URL if they want. So these are some differences, and this is Web3 in my estimation. This is the advantage of Web3 versus what we typically see on Web2. So, um, you know, that's my view of that. Agmad Manga, I too think Hive interface should compete. I'll always use the most convenient, but I'll, and I'll always use the, the most convenient to me. Uh, I mean, that if that's your preference of most convenient, then that's fine. But quite frankly, I'd use the one that pays me the most money. That's my view, but, you know, I may have a different barometer to other people. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to use the one that enhances my capability and my wealth and my reach and my potentiality the most. And to me, I don't look at this as an interface. I don't look at Twitter as an interface. I mean, Twitter or X.com is an interface. Does anybody look at X.com as an interface? Can you tell me the difference between X.com and Facebook? Does anybody do that by talking about the features? Does anybody do that by talking about the layout? No. You talk about it because of the difference of the platform of Facebook versus the platform of X. They're different platforms. Yes, they do different things, but let's be honest now. With X, you can do long-form content if you pay Elon, you know, whatever it is, 10 bucks a month. You can do threat. You can do threads on Facebook, so you can do microblogging on Facebook, or Instagram, or however the hell you do it. I don't even know. So they do the same damn thing in many regards. You can do video, I think, on Twitter now. Maybe you can. I don't know. Um, but you can upload video to each of them. So the idea of the features. Is that what, 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 why somebody uses X over Facebook or Facebook over X? I don't think so. They do it for different reasons, and they do it because of the platform. Now, what a platform means to you and what's important to you is going to be different than other people. You know, And a lot of it, it has to do with who your friends are, who, who's, who's on Facebook versus who's on Twitter, who you know, how much bots there are, all that crap. Whether you like Elon better than Zuckerberg, whether you like Zuckerberg better than Elon, I, I mean, there's going to be a variety of factors. And it's going to be the same thing on, on Hive. The difference on Hive is basically your users are all the same, though. I mean, your following on Ecency is the same as your following on Peak D because it's based on your account. So that's another area that kind of gets negated between the different... UIs. You know, if I post on Peak D and you're reading, if you're following my account on Hotblog, you're going to see what I post on Peak D on Hotblog because you follow me on Peak D, you follow me on Hotblog, you follow me on Ecency. It's the same thing. So you have the same data, you have the same information posted on blockchain, and you have the same following. That's huge. But again, that makes it a little bit different for the applications to separate themselves. People tend not to want to leave the interfaces, quote unquote, and go to a different platform because all their friends are on Twitter or all their friends are on Facebook. So if they go over to this brand new app uh, 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 platform, their friends aren't there. That's not the case on Hive. Uh, an application can show up tomorrow and if it pulls the the um, the account information off the high blockchain, which it would, guess what? All my followers are right there. So, again, Web3, this is the innovation of Web3. This is where the difference in, in thinking. Uh, convenient means money, too. Well... I guess your your definition of convenient is different than my definition of convenient because money tends not to be convenient. It, <laughs> at least that's been my experience. It's not a real convenient thing to get a hold of. But, uh, yeah. 
So, anyway, that's um, that's the uh, inaugural session of the Lion's Den. I hope you found this informative. Uh, keep an eye out. I'm going to be talking more about these NFTs and ownership and stuff like that. But if you want a little longer-term direction of Leo Glossary, there's the longer-term direction of Leo Glossary. So, with that, hope everybody has a good one, and we will see you same time next week. Ciao.